0: Chanel, welcome to Humanly Possible. It's so great to have you finally. I know you recently gave birth to your baby boy, and we finally got a chance to do this. So I'm I'm thrilled.
1: <laughs> yes, no, I'm excited to get out the house.
0: <laughs> but also to get
1: into our conversation today. I think it's gonna be very timely for you know the, the scape we're in with work and everything and the future of work.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh janelle uh you and i connected because we're kind of kindred spirits in a lot of ways uh not just professionally because we're both we both have an industrial organizational psychology background but i think just um you know really the alignment that you have with your message and and your company that focuses on workplace spirituality and purpose um, which i know you'll talk more about but um this season was I mentioned this to you in our, our pre-call, is this, this season is really focused on the holistic and the whole human. So I'm really excited to have the audience learn from you. Um, so why don't you give the audience a intro about you, uh, professionally, but also what makes you human?
1: Yeah, for sure. So again, my name is Janelle, and for um, the last five years, i served as a life and leadership coach, and most recently pivoted into industrial organizational psychology. And I have a consultancy called Excel Leadership, where we um, really help organizations um, and teams and professionals engage in Excel and meaningful work and just creating purpose-driven cultures. And so in doing that, we do that through culture, organizational culture development, but also just employee engagement and really just experience and really making sure that we're creating cultures where employees can thrive and their purpose and, and explore what that meaningful work looks like for them and so super excited for that and as far as what makes me human um really my imperfection is what makes me human and and being an enneagram one learning how to really embrace that um and being vulnerable in that um, i would say that definitely makes me human for sure and then as well purpose for my message <laughs> awesome.
0: awesome well yeah in, in imperfections we all have them so um so I, I love that. I, I love that you're able to be vulnerable there and 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 let us let us know. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, purpose purpose discovery, which I know you talk a lot about. And uh, so tell us a little bit more about your background as a life coach and how that kind of connects to uh, this world of work and and bringing the whole human to work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I was serving as a, a life and leadership coach, and I still did coaching as well, but um, a lot of that was purpose discovery with women and helping them to uncover their purpose so they know how to channel that purpose in life and work. And so um, what originally mainly started out as life coaching as we dived deeper into um, essentially what makes them human, what makes them take the passions and the purpose that was placed inside of these women, there was always like a disconnect between um, what they felt like they were called to do, but the um, the role that they were operating in and they were working in. And so a lot of that looked like, okay, what is your purpose, and how can we apply it to life and work? Um, but the issue that I saw was that, you know, these women were finding their purpose. They were getting excited about what they were called to do. They were finally seeing how all their gifts, their strengths, their talents, and passions aligned. Um, but then they would go to the workplace and feel like, they weren't being seen um, and that they weren't being utilized um, in terms of their giftings and, and, and their passions. And so started to think about, okay, what does it look like to explore what is where this gap is between having this calling and being so compelled to it, but then going back to a workplace where you just feel like, you know, you're disengaged, you're not being utilized, and you're not able to operate in that calling. And so lately, I've been exploring what it looks like to bridge that gap between purpose and work, and the findings have been pretty pretty staggering but very also inspiring too, in terms of really calling leaders into accountability and um, really exploring what that looks like in terms of cultivating a purpose driven culture at work
0: mm, yeah, I, I love the term you use operating in your you know in your calling right actually having having that calling and that purpose clearly defined and then going to a job where you're not operating in in that in that capacity that's got to be cognitive dissonance and energy sucking too the the gap is narrowing around the emotional energy that people are willing to put into jobs that just aren't filling their cup or aren't um, connecting to their purpose, because our, our emotional energy is being drained in other places. So what what are your thoughts on that? How has how have some of the, the world and the, the country's events really impacted that journey for people?
1: Um, people have always craved a sense of purpose. I know Fritz Heider and Marianne Simmel have done a landmark study where they talked about how um, really it's, we have this human inclination to search and attach meaning to to life. Um, And I always think about it, especially now that I have a newborn baby, um, but you could just think about kids. Kids are always asking why. They're they're searching for that meaning, searching for that connection. And now um, with the world that we're in right now, it's even more so important um, as the layoffs are happening, as um, work is changing, um, people are pivoting right now. And so, not just doing what has been expected in a traditional sense, um, but really figuring out, okay, like what matters most to me, and how can I incorporate that meaning and purpose into the work that I do? Um, I think that's going to be more important now, moving forward, especially especially as we navigate the future landscape for work, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think that's a a great point. And to your point, it's really it's unearthing things that have already been there, but uh it things have accelerated i think to the point of there's there's not a lot of room anymore <laughs> there's not a lot of room to yeah. really mull over and spend five ten years um in, in, a, in a job where the the purpose just isn't connected so let's start with the let's start with the individual because i know there's a lot of layers mm-hmm. to this so you've got the individual and then you've got collective individuals in an organization and so um starting with the individual uh what is, um, what is the process of unearthing, unearthing that purpose? And uh, if someone is going in you know, listening to this, uh, and going through that discovery phase, what are a few things that really should be at top of mind and, and taking up brain space right now?
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I always like to say, and I think it's funny because a lot of people say I have to find my purpose as if it's lost. (laughs) And nine times out of 10, we've always been operating in purpose, but just without an awareness. And so really just peeling back the layers of essentially um, who you are holistically as an individual um, to uncover what that purpose is. So I always like to start looking at essentially how you're designed. So really saying, who am I? And that's going to be looking at like your gifts, your talents, um, your strengths, your capabilities, basically everything that makes you uniquely you. I feel like sometimes, um, at least I've seen with my clients and honestly honestly within myself too, um, we're so used to operating in our own MO that we think that, you know, it comes naturally or easy to everyone else. Um, But Sometimes it doesn't, and that's because we're graced for that. Um, We've been equipped and designed with that in mind, Um, and you've been created, you've been created with a purpose, right? And so starting with the raw materials of what you've been created with, so looking at that personality type. Um, Oftentimes when I'm working with a client, we'll look at things like the color insights, disc profiles, MBTI, Enneagram. All those are really good starting points to use, but not just taking those assessments and saying, hey, like, oh, this is, this is what my personality type is, but really taking that and utilize it and crafting the job roles around that. And so starting with the design, and then also next, um, asking yourself, okay, what am I interested in? because your passions often point to your purpose. I always say that your passions are one of the vehicles for which you channel your purpose. And so looking into what you are interested in, and sometimes I think we also overthink it too because um, we're also multi-passionate people. And sometimes we don't see how all those passions tie to our purpose, but I say our purpose is that thread that is tying those together and a good way to really identify what that is is to simply just look at your google history or your pinterest history youtube history oftentimes i find that the things that we're constantly researching or obsessing over are the things that we're passionate about or to be honest the things that kind of like piss you off yeah 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 Yeah. especially what's going on right now it's it's it's, uh, a social injustice Mm. something that is important to you right now if you're wanting to really promote that message of inclusion like why is that what have, has it has there been experience where you've experienced that before and that in return makes you want to make sure that nobody else experiences that that can be a sense of purpose um oftentimes our um experiences lead to our purpose which leads me to my next point is how has your experience prepared you um, and that can be experience that doesn't just even apply to job experience, although you'll want to t- take that into consideration as well. But um, life experiences, whether good or bad, um, or just like little things that you might not be aware of. Um, I remember um, a couple years ago, I was preparing for my first keynote, and I was terrified because I don't, I hate all things <laughs> public speaking, but I feel like I've always been um pulled into that some way somehow and that was starting from junior high where either it was a, a, a school teacher or my my parents making me do these uh poetry competitions uh, being in leadership development programs in the county where i was um assigned to speak to the parents and and the um, kids over that um the county um being about valedictorian high school where I had to give valedictorian speech, all these positions where I was forced to speak publicly. Um, I didn't see that back in time as preparation, but I remember calling my father and I was so freaked out because there was a lot of people, I think they were 300 people, and I'm like, oh no, like, I can't do this. And he was like, you, know, you do realize that you, you, you've spoken to that many people before, if not more. And I was like, oh yeah, I've been prepared for this. Um, and I think sometimes we discount those small things because we don't necessarily see or have the big picture in mind. And that's why it's also important when you are on this purpose discovery process is to list other people in it. Um, I call them purpose partners that will help you to um, really identify what your purpose is, but also walk out that purpose with you and hold you accountable along the way and just be your cheerleader and cheer you on in that but oftentimes other people can see in us what we can't see in ourselves. And so having other people that can be able to support us in that discovery journey is going to be key. Um, And then next, really just identifying your area of impact with that. So once you understand how your, your gifts and talents are, once you understand how you're wired, once you know what your passions are and your interests are and you really identify understand how you've been prepared you can really start to piece together okay what is the impact that i want to make knowing these things now how do you a question i like to ask my clients is how is someone's life made better because they um came into contact with you what what is what are you leaving and what is the imprint that you're leaving on your life or or what is the one message that you wish that you can impart to them that's your impact And so seeing where your design, your passions, your experience and impact integrate in the middle is purpose. And then once you know that it's all about, okay, now I discovered this. Now it's all about activating it and living it out. And that's where calling comes into play. I always say that the two are different. The purpose is the reason. And then the calling is how it's being channeled. And that can be channeled into life, work the different roles and things that we have in life. Um, and that kind of releases the pressure to know that, you know, you may not just be called to one thing. You can be called to various things and still operate in purpose in your role in the different seasons of life and work, too.
0: I love that, and, and I really think it's about, uh, like I said, leading with purpose, and your calling is the, how you're operationalizing it, right? You're saying, you're kind Absolutely. of checking yourself to say, all right, I've been called to do that but is that my calling (laughs) that's the other thing you might be called on something but it may not be aligned with your purpose and so having your purpose allows you to say that's not where I'm going to spend my energy because uh, I could do that but I'm not going to because it does not align with this strong north star that I've developed for myself
1: yeah absolutely and that's important to consider too because I think sometimes people feel um hindered because of the role that they're in and maybe um, there's a responsibility there where you just can't leave just yet but really understanding how uh, understanding what that purpose is will allow you to craft the role into what could be a calling until it is time for that perfect alignment Um, or you consider something else, there's still opportunity there to really shape the job um, or to consider other ways where you can compensate for not necessarily be oper- being um, able to operate in that calling and that role. And
0: yeah, and so that's a great segue into kind of, uh, we've talked about the purpose, the discovery, the individual. And so if you think about the workplace, um, traditionally, uh, the workplace has been a um i i would you know in in the worst of cases kind of a forceful way to um uh impose the purpose of the company onto the person mm. and uh you know i think where we're when we talk about the future of work and we especially talk about this new generation um this gen z coming into play who are very purpose-driven very aware of social um Uh, social and community challenges and how the workplace plays into that Uh, I you know based on my research based on what I know I would um, I like to say that the 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 gap is also narrowing here on organizations to be able to create purpose-filled cultures which you talk about a lot and so really it's about making sure you're 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 matching and you're bringing in people who are, are bringing that shared sense of vision and purpose and values, and also being open to changing and evolving that culture as, as you go on and you acquire more talent. So talk about, um, we talked about the individual, not talk about the collective organization and the culture piece and how organizations can uh, shape that along with um, providing a destination for people to, to fulfill and, and, and operationalize and operate within their purpose?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there's this um, area of research within the IO world called workplace spirituality, and it's nothing woo-woo, but essentially it is um, an employee sense of purpose, fulfillment, community, and spiritual ascendance within the workplace. And so there's three dimensions of that. And so The one dimension is personal spirituality, which is where the employee brings the sense of purpose and fulfillment into the workplace. But on the other hand of that is the organizational sense of purpose as well. And I believe that um, organizations don't always understand their own purpose, and then the employee doesn't understand their purpose. And so there's this dual dissonance, as you mentioned before, where um, the employee is disconnected to their personal purpose the organization is disconnected to their purpose and therefore there's no shared purpose. And so there's nothing that is motivating someone to come to work. There's nothing that is pushing someone to move forward because there's no purpose behind what they're working towards. Um, Or on the other hand, you have that forced purpose where an organization does know their purpose but the employee is not connected to that purpose. And therefore it's just a cycle of disconnectedness disengagement and leads to disenfranchisement and, and turnover right and so i um, really understanding that that cultural piece is per, is is going to be really pertinent in moving forward in the world of work i mean the research is there um you know when an employee understands what their purpose is and has that sense um, they experience more meaning in their work well-being, just greater job satisfaction, everything. So basically when there is that aspect of people not being laid off right now, um, there's a lot of people leaving in droves right now because of There is no purpose. People are being kind of waking up, waking up to what matters most to them. And so being able to connect and create that culture of purpose in the workplace is going to be huge for for, for being able to create that sense of shared meaning and then working towards that um, and being able to solve that problem with a sense of purpose and being motivated to do
0: that. I think that's gonna be
1: really important moving forward.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And the one thing that I thought about too was, the worst case, you've got kind of spectrums on this, a spectrum, I should say. The worst case scenario is when the individual is unaware of their purpose, or isn't living into it. Um, And then you also have an organization who isn't living into their purpose, or, you know, they're saying one thing, doing another thing, you know, that, that happens. And so that's like one side of the spectrum. And then the other side of the spectrum is when both are living into their purpose, the organization and the individuals. They're aware, they understand um, the calling on both sides and the calling is the same calling.
1: you've there's a
0: lot of in-between and I think we operate today a lot of in the in-between. You've got, you know, it's kind of like that bell curve. Um, you've got, a, you know, few people who are really doing this well and are really intentional. Uh, and that's why when you talk about culture, um you know i when i talk to leaders i'm always telling them okay how are you going to do culture tell tell me your plan (laughs) right and not a lot of people understand how to do it and it's all about you know it starts with your values it starts with your mission vision values and your purpose always that organizational development and then you've got to get people on board so you've got to get people who are bringing that shared sense of purpose who are going to live into your values as an organization, and they're going to love doing it because it's their own values too. Um, And so that dissonance is is eliminated. But what happens is, you know, what happens? Startups, they grow quickly and they just hire technical experts and people who can do the job and they just want to get people on board. And then you've got ego and drama and all the other things that happen when you're on the side of the spectrum where those things are dissonant. So that's, I think, the tactical impact of how important I think this work is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, it just, it boils down to person organization fit and person environment fit at the end of the day and not being so focused on the doing that we don't look into the people who do the doing (laughs) and really understanding how to really create that space where people do feel like they can come, they feel like they're being recognized because their purpose is being utilized, but they were also creating that um, place of belonging as well and community too.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, this was um, I, I I thank you so much for joining because uh, again, this season is a little bit uh, a little bit different. We're kind of getting back to basics around the human in the workplace and not the human taking the workplace with them. And so this is um, one of many different series where we're gonna be talking about the different elements of the human and how that impacts the workplace. And so I wanna thank you for um, adding your perspective and your insight and your expertise. Is there anything else that you wanna leave the audience with just when it comes to workplace spirituality, uh, purpose discovery on an individual basis, anything to to tie a bow on it. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: And thank you so much for having me. I think, like like I said, that this is a perfect time to be having these conversations just about um, realizing the holistic human and how to bring that to the workplace. I think oftentimes we think that um, the goals are over here, um, passions are over here, strategy is over here, um, but they're all integrated. And I think that by understanding how to create that culture of purpose will not just inform the profits, obviously, but really understand how all these things can come together. Our strategy, our processes, our workflows can be aligned with purpose and therefore being able to operate more efficiently and productively and perform well, too. Um, Really, it's about creating a culture where everybody can win in life and in work. And not the other. I see that integration is going to be key moving forward, and I think companies will really see
0: an impact when um, they lead with purpose and people in mind. Perfect bow, love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you, Janelle, so much. Um, we hope to have you back on soon. Uh, I'm sure there's, you know, as you progress with your research around workplace spirituality, there's going to be a lot to share. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank
1: you for having me.